Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we're talking about Vampire Night Guilty or Vampire Night Season 2 for this week's choice. Uh, But before that, we talked a little bit about some uh, feedback we got on episode 132, Tokyo Godfathers, talked about receding hairlines or hairlines in general, and talked about my V-tubing avatar that's available right now for you to see on the... Looks really cool. On uh, the YouTube channel for when we live stream. You want to catch a part of that uh, conversation or all of the conversation... Patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. A dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content every month. Now, before we actually dive into the meat and potatoes, uh, we did get some feedback uh, that I alluded to a little bit more feedback. I alluded to for episode 149 paranoia uh, agent. Now, Rick, if you remember, we talked about a little bit about the police situation and how the daughter should have gone to the police to turn in her dad. And yes. well, here's the thing. Here's here's some feedback that we had received. Um, and they they did again re ask to remain anonymous. So most citizens don't go into uh don't go to the police for most crimes, actually. Uh for example, uh their niece was actually poisoned by one of their classmates during the year last year. Uh, the school didn't report the crime to the police and nothing was actually ever done to the classmate or for the niece because of this. Uh, there is a mentality around there that is more of uh, if I go to the police, uh, we will be punished for going to the police. Um, the whole honor that's actually claimed is actually not very honorable. Now, I've heard. Was that it? That's it. OK. Growing up, I always heard snitches get stitches and that that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, especially when you grow up in a, in a, in a very gang heavy, heavily, (laughs) there's a lot of snitches do get stitches. Well, actually I take that back. Not all snitches get stitches. Some snitches just go on a nice long vacation and, and never come back. Yo. Okay. So all that being said, uh, very much appreciated for the feedback on, on it, uh, for paranoia agent, uh, Thank you for letting us know your personal experiences having to deal with it or your family's experiences having to deal with it. We really do appreciate it. Anyone else have any other feedback, want to reach out to us or or anything else, please do so. We really love hearing from y'all. Patreon.com slash Featured Anime Podcast. You can actually reach out to us on there, on Discord, Featured Anime Podcast at gmail.com, at those anime guys on Twitter, Featured Anime Podcast on Facebook, all those places. Now, onto the meat and potatoes, Rick. Onto the meat yeah. and potatoes. That, that, was an interesting, that was an interesting appetizer. Right? Ugh. So, Vampire Night Season 2 came out in October 2008, ran through December 2008. Uh, producer for it was TV Tokyo and Aniplex. Uh, studio Dean for the studio. It's based off of a manga. Genres are drama, mystery, romance, supernatural, vampire, and shoujo. And it's 13 episodes long. So, 
I got a text from my lady, mm-hmm. and I believe she got a text from you or your lady giving the perfect synopsis. I think it was like a five word synopsis of the whole show. Okay. And it, I, I, I don't have it on me, so I don't remember what it was verbatim, but it was basically <laughs> someone was told, you're going to love it. It's a love triangle between vampires and it's cheesy. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's exactly what, what I, I told my wife. Yeah. I said, it's a love triangle between vampires and it's really cheesy. Yeah. So I, after watching season two, it, uh, that's, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Now, did you watch it subbed or dubbed? Because I watched it dubbed with my lady and she was appalled. I watched it dubbed. Yeah. So I watched it dubbed and apparently she watched it originally subbed. And you know how I'm always kind of a snob when it comes to like mm-hmm. sub versus dubbed. Yeah. I kind of got my own treatment with that okay. because she was like, you're doing what now? That's horrible. And I'm like, no, no, just give it a shot. Give it a shot. It's actually pretty good. Like, it's not bad. And she starts watching it. She goes, he doesn't sound like that. They don't sound like that. He didn't say it like that. Oh, he sounds like a creep. <laughs> yeah. No, that's possessive. That's not how he said. He said it in such a different way. The wording was slightly different in the tone. You're missing the tone. I'm like, the tone sounds creepy. The words look creepy. And she goes, no, in this, in the sub, he's much more domineering, meaning um, the brother. Mm-hmm. He's much more suave and yeah. it's much more seductive. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You're looking at this, not with rose colored goggles, but with, Twilight covered goggles because everyone thought Twilight was a fantastic movie when it came out. And now we look at it and go, what was that train wreck? We liked so much. So I'm like, well, there's exactly still a lot of people, a lot of people out there that like it for varying reasons. But let me tell you this right now. All right. All right. Last episode. What did I say? It was going to happen. What did I call out? What did I say? You I jumped up. I jumped up. Literally, my wife looked at me. It was like, yes, what? What? That's right. I was doing a dance. I was like, oh, that's I stopped it right there. I was like, we're having dinner now. That's it. We're done for the for the moment. I was like, I was like, let's do this. I was like all pumped. I was like, that's right. That's right. I was cooking dinner. That's right. Uh, I called it. I called it. And for everyone wanting to know what I called, I said, I said that Yuki and Kaname were brother and sister and that Yuki had her vampiric powers powers sealed probably by her family, by her mom in some way, somehow it's going to end up working out like that. And it fell out like that to the T. Oh, Oh, it just felt, it you felt know, so good. My wife was even telling know, me, she was like, look, you, she, she can't be a vampire or they can't be siblings. It was like, look, I've seen enough anime. I've seen enough shoujo. <laughs> I've seen enough to know that they're going to end up being siblings somehow, some way. And they're, they're just going to try and find a way to tie it all in together. And, oh, they did. It was beautiful. I was so happy. I was jumping for joy. I was like, yes. And around that time, that's when I texted you. It was like, hey. Rick, what episode are you on? Oh, that's why. Okay. That's exactly why. <laughs> uh, no, so I was watching that too. It came up. I'm like, I'm, I remember thinking there's no way. There's no way. I'm going to hear this later. And then I forgot about it until you just brought it up. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, it helps already having seen the show like nine times, apparently. Hey. Not you, my girl. Oh, okay. I was going to say, dude, this is the first time <laughs> I called it. My wife, my wife even said, no, there's no way. I was like, no, straight up, that's what's going to happen. I've, I've seen enough anime. I know this is what's going to happen. This this will end up happening. And lo and behold, and she's like, but that's creepy. They're siblings. I was like, yeah, but they're royalty and they're vampires. <laughs> it's How you royalty back pure. in the day tried to keep their bloodlines pure. And you can't stay a pure vampire without introducing humans into it without having relations with your siblings. I mean, like, so they, I got a question. They okay. didn't say that. They even called that out in there. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's not unusual for pure blood vampires to uh, siblings to be together, to get married, to have offspring. True. True. There was actually, um, historically speaking, the most inbred family ever was of royal blood. Um, and the very last of their lineage had so many things wrong with them. It was, it was horrifying. Yeah. There's, there's, there's yeah. horrifying. But before I forget, did I, I might've said something last, last episode. I don't think I did. However, I don't know how it happened, but the last, over the last week and a half, I was with uh, a few friends of mine and we looked up the most financially well-off individuals. And we started with Steven Spielberg, Mm -hmm. billionaire, by the way. Okay. And then we're like, I wonder who was worth more, George Lucas or Spielberg? And then Spielberg lost that one. And I was like, I'm amazed that they have so much money. That's kind of cool. And then I was like, huh, who's the, who's, who's the most money in Star Wars? And of course, it said George Lucas. But beneath that, it said top 10 fictional, um, top 10 most wealthy fictional characters. And do you know who number one was? I'll be disappointed if you don't know. Really? Yeah. Why would I pay attention to fictional characters' wealth? It, I don't even pay obvious. attention to real people's wealth. Why would I care? Oh, well, oh no, no. So this, this, it, it's going to round out. Trust me. Okay. Just follow me. All right. First one, first one is Scrooge McDuck. Okay. Which is why I was surprised you didn't know that. Cause come on, Darkwing Duck and all this. Anyway, someone did the math and they're like, the gold is worth this. And that's much, he's got the most money in fictional. The second one, ironically enough is Smaug from the Hobbit. Yeah. The third one kind of upset me. The third one was from Twilight. Okay. The father in Twilight is the third richest person in existence when it comes to uh, fictional characters. Yeah, I could see that. How? He's been a doctor. When you're a doctor, as long as he is making all those hundreds of thousands and you don't have to pay for health insurance on top of that and you don't have to pay for food. All that money you're saving. Yo, all I know is if I had that much money, I'd be able to be like. Guess what I don't need to do? Rick, go to school. Rick, the reason why they go to school, and I even I understand this, the younger you start off, the longer you can stay in one place without people having to ask questions. Homeschooled. Get the best tutors in the world. D- no, it's not even a matter of that. It's, yeah, you're getting homeschooled, but then you're just staying at home. What's the point in trying to stay in an area if you're never going out? The whole point is they're going out there, they're living their lives, and they're starting off young. And by the time they hit like maybe mid twenties, thirties, then they move. I guess I'm just thinking like with that much money, I would not be living in Sutton with that much money. I would probably buy an estate specifically for okay. my vampires. I'd buy an estate for the werewolves. So I'd be like, all right, cool. you've got 150,000 miles over there. 
What's the <clears throat> what's the whole point of, in bringing I'm, up the money, the vampire? How the hell? Okay. Well, no. So I brought that up because I was thinking to myself, how much does a school like this actually cost? Well, it's you a private I mean? school. I know. So people paid to be a part of a private school. We're talking in Vampire Night, right? Or are we talking yeah. in the, the Twilight? We're talking about Vampire Night. Okay, because well, I didn't well, think well, there was well, any money. What are we talking about? <clears throat> Well, when you said private school, I'm like, I don't think it was a private school. No, nobody's it, paying to go there. In what at Vampire Night? Yeah, yeah, it's a Who's private paying? school. The students and their parents. There's dormitories. They have uniforms. Traditionally, at private schools, you have uniforms that you have to wear. You can't wear street clothes in a private school. Okay, that's probably where I got confused because I just thought this was a school that was paid for by the elites, and it was it was basically free, but it was curated for specific people. I mean, towards the end, it kind of was proven to be curated for specific people, specific vampires, to be to be fair. But I thought because of the experiment, the council was paying for it with selected people on their own, like, you know, their, their side. And the vampires did that, too. OK, well, I mean, like, if that's the case, why even hide the fact from the rest of the day students that everyone there are vampires? Because I don't think it was meant for the day students to begin with. But it was it's just okay. meant to be a normal school. And the whole premise was to show that, hey, you know, even though there are vampires here and they're doing the experiments and everything like that, they are doing the best they can and showing that we can truly coexist, coexist with each other. OK, I can. Uh. Because that was the whole premise of it. That's like that's what kind kept saying or cross kept saying was. I have this pacifist philosophy and I want everyone to, you know, get along with each other. And that's why economy really was drawn to it. I guess. Also, a little bit of a side note, probably skipping a little bit more forward, but what is a progenitor? Uh-huh. Progenitor? Pro- progenitor? I might be saying it wrong. The first of their line, I guess. The brother ended up being a reincarnation of something. The brother, he was... He was reawakened as the progenitor to, uh, of the family. Uh, the way that it was explained to me was it was the first of the family. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. So basically what he what they were trying to say is that his brother, they were going to remove Kaname from being the head of the family and make his uncle the new head of the family. Okay. But when I say the progenitor, I mean like he was the first vampire in this line. According to some of the literature I read and my girl's in-depth synopsis when she she's already seen the entire thing. He's like, and she says that he was the first in that line and he was resurrected into the body of the brother by the uncle, which is why he was like, you can't kill me. I woke you up, which is why Kaname had to have somebody else, Zero, um, kill him because he couldn't kill him himself. He could blow him to bits, but he could never deal the final blow. Okay. Well, I knew that he couldn't deal the final blow and it had to do with uh, him having or being basically... Uh, Kurgan's God damn it. Is that his name? Kurgan? I don't Kaname, know. Kaname's father or Kaname's master. And that's why he couldn't do it. See, what makes him a master though? The only way I can think of is he was brought back with blood and the blood sacrifice essentially makes him a subordinate of the other guy, but he needs a body to be born into. And when they, when the uncle stole the first son and when he returned him after the ceremony was done, he was like, all right, it is what it is. I've I've sealed a monster for my own bidding, essentially. And the brother said that he was the progenitor. I think that's the word he used, progenitor. 
And when I looked it up and when I asked, it was indicating first of their line. So I'm reading it here real quick. Um, Basically, uh, uh, Rito reveals that uh, the reason why Kaname can't kill him is because he actually revived Kaname, making him Kaname's master. But at the same time, he was born to the other two. He was the son. So here's the thing, right? And this is what they talk about. A pure-blood vampire can't truly be killed. And it said that it's not just specific to Rito, uh, Kaname's uncle. It's true for any pure-blood vampire. uh, That basically, as long as you have all the pieces, which makes sense because you saw all the pieces there for Shizuku, Shizuka on the ground. If you went and you grabbed all those pieces and you were able to gather them all up and you put them all together, you would be able to revive her with a, with the blood of a pure blood vampire. And and it said that any vampire, any pure blood vampire can technically be resurrected with this process, which means that they are truly immortals that they can be resurrected without having uh, as long as there is a pure blood around for them to get blood from. Okay. That's confusing regardless, I think. It is. But yeah, no, I was, the way I was able to think about it in my head is how I explained it. He used the sun to resurrect the guy, the the older guy. Yeah. Does that mean that when they turned to sand, as so his father did? His father didn't technically turn to sand. His father shattered like Rito and Shizuka did. The so a other, true death. if. Yeah, so, or not true death, but they just died. And if he was able to grab all the pieces or whatever, he could have revived him and gone through the process. Uh, But all the other vampires who aren't pure blood vampires, when they die, they just turn into sand and that's it. Yeah, they're just done. They're toast. I'm actually, hmm, do you think magic is part of this world? Obviously. Because I mentioned, well, no, no, I mean like true magic, witches and wizards. Uh, no. So what makes the vampires so special other than the fact they need to drink blood? Uh, and the fact that they can live basically forever without ever really getting old and dying. Well, and so having you say that, superhuman how, strength. And- how is it possible to have young vampires look young and older vampires look aged if they don't ever like get old and die? Okay. Plot vampire. Do you- <laughs> Okay, that's really all I can say to that. Okay, because I can't justify how that happened. Well, uh, it, it, well, first of all, this is fictitious. True, hundred percent true. This there, there is no basis on reality. I mean, if you know of, <laughs> if anyone really knows a vampire, true vampire, feel free to let us know. Uh, the other thing that they also clarified, because you know how we talked about about why there's a day class and a night class, and then why does it really matter if they can go out during the day. I'm glad that they clarified it because apparently being able to go out in the sunlight is not a trait shared amongst everyone. I know there was one guy that got a sunburn. I remember that. No, but they, they, uh, towards the last few episodes, Kaname had said, make sure everyone who is able to go out during the day is going out during the day to, to patrol and to protect. So apparently not everyone has the ability to go out during the day and the same thing when all those other level E's or lower vampires that were coming, it was also commented more of them will be coming now because it's night. So apparently it's not a trait that all of them share. Some of them can and some of them can't. 
I guess that makes a little bit of sense. Makes a lot of sense. But so does that mean that the aristocrats were once human? That or someone in their bloodline had human in them. That's that's why they're not okay, considered. That makes, that's why they're not considered pure blood. Pure bloods have no human blood mixed in their lineage. Aristocrats had blood were pure bloods. And then at some point got introduced with human blood along their lineage down the line. Okay. So what does that make zero? An uh, aristocrat? Kind of, sort of, not really. A plot vampire. <laughs> you know, you got a lot of plot vampires there, sir. <laughs> uh, he is a vampire. He is a vampire hunter. That's a vampire. Okay, sure. And he's able to use, he's able to use magic of his own. You know, we had talked and you said you'd looked it up that that he would be the strongest <laughs> because yeah. uh, he had the three vampire bloods, Shizuka, Kaname and uh, Yuki's. Yeah. But he's also got the power of the twin. Uh, I mean, yes, but that's so all that encompassing. And then you throw sprinkle in a little bit of plot armor right there to help it out. And, yeah. and you push it along the way. Yeah. And then, hey, you know, yeah. boom, bada bing, bada boom. There you go. You got OP character. So my curiosity would be something akin to what are you teaching? What do you mean? In the Night Vampires. I realized they brought in an well, ethics teacher, but it was really a hunter in disguise. Well, it's not They're a hunter in disguise. disguise. They already knew. But we talked yeah. about this last time and they even specified and discussed it last time uh, that they're not there to learn. They're more so there to do experiments and write theses and, you know, for projects and things like that. It's not they don't get grades. They don't get, you know, imagine giving someone who can freeze you to death an F. You, sir, get an F. What did you say? You heard me. <laughs> Do you want to live? No, not really. That's why I'm giving you an F. Ah, that makes so much sense now. Well, F allow me to ruin you. You will like now my live. Teacher. <laughs> so, God, yeah. F is for frozen. Right. A is for aristocrat. But I do like that they did. They did. They did a nice job of tying it in from the last season. Oh, yeah. They cleaned up everything that I I was curious about before, too. Yeah. And then they and any questions that they really had or that I really had, uh, they introduced the answers or at least get, uh, helped you get the answers through other means. Right. So the explanations as to what actually happened to Yuki in the past and why what happened, what happened. And then why couldn't she just become a normal vampire or you know, pick your flavor as to whatever else going on. True. True. I like the fact that they showed you rather than told you. Yes. Uh, most of the time. And there was a, there was a time or two when they're just like, you know what? We're just going to tell them and they're going to go with it. Yeah. And I felt like it was well done. I felt like it was, it wasn't fast by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't so slow that I lost interest. Yeah. So and you never really figure out what their powers were, you know? Are you talking about? Economies? Um or Ritos. Yeah. Like Ritos, I'm assuming it's like a blood whip because <laughs> Yeah, right. That's what he was doing. He used his own blood for it. And then Kaname, I just assume is kind of like a destruction style of magic. Uh, 
like disintegration. Yeah, or whatever else. I don't know. Throw invisible objects. Almighty push. Yeah, (laughs) basically. And once he once he absorbed the blood of another purebred pure blood vampire, he ended up just doubling his power, or what? Yes, because that's what I do all the time. Well, I mean, it makes sense why Zero became so strong then, because he already had one. And they, I like how they explained it here, too, because it made perfect sense. Um, he's got three main b- vampire purebloods running through his system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he has his twin that he unfortunately sucked dry. Um, upon his twin's request, I might add. Um, phrasing! Phrasing, yeah. Phrasing! You know what I meant. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, sir. Yeah, you can't force me to do anything. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so he consumed his. That's not any better. He drank his brother's blood. Just say what he did. He drank his brother's okay. blood. He drank his brother. He, he drank his brother's blood. It, tongue twister for me. I don't know why. Anyway, he assumed the ability and power of the twins. <sighs> You're enjoying yourself a little too much there. Yeah, why not? Even your even your avatars laughing. Oh, jeez. Anyway, moving on to the adult section. Um, <laughs> just jealous. That's all it is. Anyway, I'll finish this. I promise. He he consumed his brother, drank his brother, finished the life force of his brother. So essentially two merged back into one as they always should have been. Right. And so he's already got the, the curse of the twins that he overcame coursing through his veins. Mm-hmm. Then he has mm-hmm. three purebloods vampires in theory he should be the strongest thing really in existence yeah so like i i agree with you 100 in theory that's what it should be um but unfortunately we don't have the answers i do know that the manga ended in 2014 so i would assume that we have answers in the manga we do we do you yeah, know no, we do i i i read a little further ahead so did it's my a, wife so did my wife <laughs> Okay, so it's overall, it's a decent story. And I really wish they'd made a third uh, season, you know, did they? No, not that I know of. I I don't No, They just had that three minute OVA that I didn't watch. That's it. I wasn't aware. Yeah, we had talked about it and it was supposed to be a comedy. I think it's a DVD special only. You know, I know a certain someone who might have it. I think I think I can get it. So, all right. Well, I think this is a good spot, sir. So. On a scale of up to 10, how would you rate this? Um, I gave last one a seven. I'm going to give this one a six and I'm lowering the score because the ending is open-ended and it does not give a, it doesn't give closure. Like I, like I know you like, but it didn't give closure at all for me because I felt like it, it left too many stories feeling like they're the middle point. One guy goes one way saying, I'm going to protect so-and-so another guy goes another way saying, I'm looking for something. You're in the middle where you're, you're sending people on quests. This should have happened in the middle of the season. And then we have a resolution where they either come back together. They resolve each other. They, they do something. They're all friends. They're all foes. Like you have a clear standing of where people are, what they're doing. And when they did this, there was, there was really good promise. Yeah, there was, there was great promise in it. Uh, for me, I'm actually going lower than you. I'm going with a five. Really? That surprises me. Uh, How come? 
reason why I'm going with the five, uh, because I, I saw a pretty, pretty basically surprising point coming a mile away, apparently. <laughs> uh, but not only that, um, the all that lead up the entire they had episodes and episodes, basically almost an entire season's worth last season and this season leading up to a particular point, And it lasted all happened. of like 10 minutes. If that I, I agree, I feel like I feel like <laughs> I feel like it was a roller coaster. I was in line for a while and it was over in two minutes. Yep. Yep. So that's that's why I'm I'm going with the lower score. I'm going with a five. So you wanted more of a Dragon Ball Z-esque timeline? No, not even that. I just wish it wasn't so lackluster. The the whole thing leading up to it and then the resolution of it, it was just kind of blah. It left it, it was a situation where you I felt it was kind of a really type of situation. That's it. So kind of like a Deus Ex Machina situation where the answer came out of nowhere. Well, it's not even that the answer came out of nowhere. It was like, that's that's it. Okay. Like the confrontation or the, the explanation? Both. Both. Okay. It makes Both. sense. I don't like the shows where you have someone show up at the end and be like, well, I planned this from the beginning. This did this and that did this and this led to that and that. And you're like, I was here from the beginning. Like I, I, I didn't see any of that. Are you yeah. showing me cutscenes that that like they save for later, or like are they on the cutting room floor? I get that. I, I get that, and I understand that. But I feel like it has to be higher than a five. No, no, no. Hear me out. Because season one, maybe you want to watch season two. I don't have if to give have it a higher than a five because of that. I don't base my ratings on what I previously watched. I base my ratings solely on what I watch. I don't go, well, I watched this, so I should rate it higher because I gave this this score. No, no, <laughs> straight up. I could have given season one a one, not wanted to watch season two, but I would have watched season two because, you know, me and my love, I got to complete. I got to follow that journey. Uh -huh. you, you can't just let me watch something and not go on that journey. You got to go on the journey, man. You want the same journey with the same medium is what I think what you're going for, because you could also read what happened, but I don't think you will. Never know. We find Never out. Know. Okay. Well, so in the manga, we actually find Never out where know. vampire babies come from. That's kind of good to know. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. with all that being said, I hope you enjoyed this week's choice. Yeah. Uh, if you feel like we missed something, we did it too much justice. Didn't do it enough justice. We just plain old got something wrong or anything else. Feel free to let us know. Please reach out to us. Featured anime podcast at gmail.com at those anime guys on Twitter. Featured anime podcast on Facebook. Uh, join us in our discord. Feel free to reach out to us on there and let us know. Uh, link for that's going to be in the show notes for you. And if you want to buy yourself some swanky merch shop featured anime podcast.com or get yourself some bonus content. Dollar a month will get you that patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. Uh, but before we go, and I'm going to have to go back and cut all this in. Actually, I'm not going to cut it in. Uh, I'm just going to do it right here. We're watching okay. next week. <laughs> Mobile uh, Suit Gundam so. movie one, the one that came out in 1981. 1981. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want. I'm very curious. What do you envision the animation style is going to be? 
clean, crisp, remastered almost. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna envision it being a 1981 anime movie <laughs> that is uh, Gundam Mecha related. Okay, okay, that's that's what I'm going yeah. with. That's 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 my dealio. Alrighty, all right. Well, till next time. I'm Jack. I'm Rick, and this is just your monthly reminder not to suck any vampire dry. Phrasing. <laughs> Later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.